Welcome to the Northeastern Next podcast, your channel for the latest alumni stories in Boston and beyond. In this show, we'll catch up with Northeastern alumni who are out there achieving what's next. Build the life you crave. This is the mantra and mission of Sarah Gaines, an alumna who founded Fit University at Northeastern while an undergraduate student to help students get fit and stay fit. Sarah is a writer, speaker, teacher, and entrepreneur who believes in the power of community, positive energy, and honest communication, and can be found teaching exercise classes around the world. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So you are a Northeastern alum, so let's start off and tell me a little bit about your background and how you ended up at Northeastern sure. and your involvements there. Yeah, so Northeastern was actually my top choice when I was in high school. I grew up in Florida, and I applied early action, and I got deferred, and then I was just having a really good senior year of high school, and so I never sent in my mid-year transcripts, and so I didn't get into Northeastern, and so I ended up... Uh, going to the University of Central Florida in Orlando, and hated it more than anything. Um, largest school in the country, was trying to find like my, my space there, and I just I couldn't for whatever reason. Made the decision that I was going to transfer. Um, applied to, I think, five or six schools all in the Northeast area. Came up, and I visited Northeastern one more time, and I was like, just this is, this is it. Something felt right about Northeastern. Um, and I had gotten in, and so I transferred for my sophomore year. And when I was here at Northeastern, I, let's see, I was a sister of Delta Phi Epsilon. I was a member of Treble on Huntington, the acapella group, and I started, uh, it was called Fit NU at the time, but now Fit University Northeastern. And I did a handful of other things as well, but those are the three that stand out. That's, that's really exciting. I know I kind of learned about you with your involvement with Fit University and so when and why did you start this fitness journey and um, what inspired Fit University at Northeastern? Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess if we backtrack way back, way back when, I always struggled with my weight. Um, you know, I found, I found journals of mine from when I'm eight years old that says, you know, I really need to go on a diet tomorrow or like I'm, I'm starting a diet tomorrow. I really need to lose some weight wow. at eight years old. Wow. Yeah, which is, which is crazy, but unfortunately the reality is that for – many girls that that is the age sometimes even younger now where where girls start to think that way and so I basically from the time eight through 18 did every diet under the sun trying to lose some trying to lose weight weight watchers Jenny Craig like crazy soup diets that I do behind my mom's back and all that kind of stuff um and then and I was always um even in high school, I was always in the gym. I really enjoyed the gym. I'd go to the gym before before school and high school. It was always the food aspect that I sort of struggled with. Um, and then the summer before I transferred to Northeastern, I started working with a personal trainer in the bodybuilding industry because my sister was in that world. And I ended up – there was something about working with him that sort of just, like, made me – it just clicked for me. Um, and I – went on a bodybuilder's diet and a bodybuilder's plan and I ended up losing 30 something pounds and that sort of like pushed me into this fit lifestyle and that came with its its own repercussions that we could I don't know if we'll get into that but yeah I talk about it a lot but 
that so when I came to Northeastern I had this this like fit quote unquote mentality and I started a blog in the middle of my sophomore year right at Dev B I remember it was a snow day <laughs> and I started a blog and it was called Fit University and the intention was just to help other college students live fit in college because you know I had friends asking me for recipes and workouts and tips and all that stuff and so I started the blog to say, hey, you know, it's actually not that hard. It's all about just, you know, adopting certain habits, certain mindsets, stuff like that. Um, and then basically after that, I just started to have more and more ideas. Um, I wanted to write a cookbook of recipes you can make in your dorm room and host fitness events on campus and start a fitness club. And um, I ended up going to Lisa Comentadore, who's the, I don't know what, or at the time she was the I think the director of new student orientation. And I said, Hey, I have this idea. I'd love to create a, you know, like a little pamphlet that you could insert into the new student orientation of like, you know, a little recipe book of things you can make in your dorm room. And she told me that that wasn't feasible for, you know, logistical reasons, but we had this conversation. I started to talk to her and I brought up the idea of this fitness club and she really encouraged me to go ahead and do that. And so she ended up becoming the advisor for FitNU. And the goal behind that was to build a community around healthy living on campus because you had Merino and you had the running club and that was pretty much it. There was nothing about healthy living as a whole or even, you know, how to, what do you do if you go to Merino? You don't know what to do. Um, so, so that's how I started fit and you at the time and that's a challenge I think some people who are in athletics or club sports like they're in that space right you could also go to the gym on your own but there's somewhere in between that you want that community and even I was in like sports in high school and then you get to college like oh no what do I do I'm a little lost that's the common theme that I've seen amongst a lot of college students is that they played sports in high school then they get to college and they're not on a team but now they have they don't have practices they don't have that community and people really miss that Mm -hmm. definitely I'll jump ahead to, um, I saw the Boston Magazine article regarding your viral response to body shamers. Yes. Um, I think I gave you a virtual high five when I saw (laughs) that on Twitter. Um, Tell me about your experience. Um, I know you were leading a Facebook Live workout for USA Today. Yeah. So USA Today approached me to lead a Facebook Live workout on their Facebook page, which was incredible in and of itself. Um, They have, I think, eight and a half million likes, which was crazy. And... um, So I led the workout and I had two students, Fit University ambassadors, who were doing the workout with me. And um, I guess to backtrack real quick, Mm -hmm. so what I was sort of alluding to before with that bodybuilding lifestyle is that I eventually took that too far, became incredibly obsessive with with the way I looked and with what I was eating. And it took many, many years of pulling myself out of that and coming to this place of balance and moderation and just really eating the foods that make me feel good and moving to make to make me feel good as opposed to like let me look this certain way. And that's one of my biggest messages that I preach through fitness is that it doesn't matter what you look like. Fitness looks a million different ways. Um, it's really just about how you feel. So fast forward to this Facebook Live. It was in October. Um, I was in the middle of the workout and it's Facebook Live, right? So people can start to comment in. And some people, I started to see a few negative things roll through and I didn't really know what it was exactly. Um, I actually saw more of the people 
co- like commenting back of like, don't say that or like, like don't listen to, to those. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, what's going on right now? <laughs> um, but, you know, I just continued along with the workout. And afterwards, I went back and I saw, and I mean, in the grand scheme of things, in hundreds of comments, there were literally like five people that, you know, like, oh, she's fat. She should be doing the workout with them, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so for me, the reaction, my reaction was, I mean, what am I, what am I going to do? Like, what am I, I'm not going to bring them, I'm not going to come back to them with negativity or defending myself. This is ridiculous. And so I just chose to say like, oh yeah, you know, like it's my rest day or, you know, thanks for your opinion, like super lighthearted. Um, because if you respond with negativity, it's just going to create this endless mm-hmm. cycle of negativity. If I give back positivity, it kind of just like nips it in the bud. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... So yeah, so I did that. I commented back and then I ended up writing a few days later, or actually might have been the next day, um, just a reflection on all that. And basically my main point with that was, again, like fitness looks and feels differently for everybody. And I don't have a six pack. I'm not like chiseled on the front of a magazine. Um, But that doesn't mean that I am not fit and not healthy. Um, So that was one point that I wanted to reiterate. And then the second point was that, you know, People are going to be negative and people are going to say things to you throughout your entire life and you just need to know, you just need to be able to respond in a way that is going to keep your energy high and keep your positivity high as opposed to bringing you down. That's amazing. I think, I mean, honestly, you're very inspiring to me <laughs> Thank you. as a woman who lives an active, healthy life, but you know, it doesn't have to look the same yeah. for everyone. And so you started talking about this, but... I know you've had to go through your own challenges of that kind of um, body image and sure. looking like a bodybuilder, yeah. but also balancing that, especially was that during your time at Northeastern? Yeah. And so yeah, how was did my you, junior year. How did you find balance? Did you have like this <laughs> yeah. one moment where you're like, this is not sustainable for so, me? <laughs> so what happened was that my sophomore year, I was, for me, I was balanced. In my in my mind, I was balanced. Um, and, you know, I mean, I would bring my – bring my food to class with me, which is is totally great and feasible, and I encourage everybody to do that. Saves you money, helps you eat healthier. Um, and where the moment that I had that made me really realize that, like, something needed to change was so I was on this strict, you know, quote-unquote clean bodybuilder's diet where I had five, six small meals a day, chicken, broccoli, and sweet potato, and then I had a cheat meal on Saturdays. Saturday nights. And I would check in with my coach every Saturday. I'd give him my weight. I'd send him progress pictures. And then he'd tell me to either like, okay, continue with the plan or let's change it up. And there was one weekend where he had been telling me that like we were going to change some things up. And I sent him my stuff and I hadn't heard back from him. And so sat- the whole day of Saturday went along. I hadn't heard back from him. Sunday came along and I still hadn't heard back from him. And like, I was so reliant on his word that because I hadn't heard back from him him on Sunday, I was like, oh, well, I'll just continue, you know, my cheat meal from Saturday night all the way through Sunday. And I, you know, I had this realization. I was sitting there and I was, I mean, truly, I was just binge eating as much as I can. I think I'd eaten like, like a whole thing of Pop-Tarts or whatever it was. And I was sitting there and I was like, wow, like what, what are you doing? Like, you feel terrible right now physically, emotionally, it's also also feel terrible and that was the moment where I was like I like something needs to sort of give here 
And I had also at that time started to hear about, you know, the phrase of moderation, which was such a wild concept to me of like, oh, I can eat a cookie on a Wednesday, um, which is insane <laughs> to say wild. now. Yeah. But like, so looking back, like I had, I I thought that I was balanced because sure, I was, I was balancing like all my activities. I was still, I was super involved and I was living this like kind of minute to minute lifestyle on a cat, like on a schedule. Um, but my mindset and my, yeah, my, my mindset and my lifestyle was truly dictated on, on like my healthy quote unquote choices and the word of my coach. And it was, I was not in control. The, my eating and my workouts had taken complete control over my life. So now you kind of have this, I'd say, personal brand and mission post-Northeastern. Yeah. Um, you graduated 2015, 2015, correct? yep. That you like to share with your community. And yeah. you're um, a pretty active fitness instructor. Yes. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. And I know you did lead a Huskies Fitness alumni yeah. event for us maybe a so year fun. ago. Yeah. So tell, yeah, tell me about your group fitness teaching yeah. and what got you into that. So I... Well, I guess it started truly here at Northeastern with Finn and you because I was, I mean, I wasn't certified, but every once in a while would lead a workout um, or like get the group together and, and we would all do the workout together. And a little bit after I graduated, I started teaching at Psych Fitness, which is a indoor cycling studio. And then I um, eventually started teaching at another studio called Burn, which actually they have a ton of Northeastern students that, that teach there or Northeastern graduates, mm-hmm. like either students or, or mm-hmm. just graduated. Um, cause it's right there on Columbus. So I started teaching there and yes, when I first graduated, because I didn't take, you know, like a, a quote unquote real job, a corporate job, I'm mm-hmm. trying to shift my, my words. Right. Cause I have a real job. It's just not a corporate job. I was doing, you know, freelancing. I was a brand ambassador doing catering and teaching and and freelancing. And so I like slowly weaned off of all of that and just added more classes to my schedule where to the point that, you know, my schedule now at its peak is like 15, 16 classes a week. Wow. So yeah, indoor cycling, uh, high intensity interval training, circuit training. um, And then I really incorporate my, like my biggest thing is that I incorporate a meditation at the end of every workout because I think that mindfulness piece is so incredibly crucial to everything else they go hand in hand especially in today's age where we're we're all just running around um like I think that moment of stillness and introspection is crucial definitely and so obviously you said your studio has a lot of northeastern people involved and how has the northeastern network helped you get where you are today as an entrepreneur and um really a fitness instructor and enthusiast yeah I mean it it really has impacted in, in so many ways. I was a part of IDEA when I was a student and that, you know, that helped me sort of learn the building blocks of a business and got me connected to so, so many people. You know, my coach at IDEA ended up at one point, even she stopped coaching and was was essentially came on as like my business partner for some time. And then is also now my best friend. And, you know, so she's, she's connected me to many people. Um, and there's just so many the, – the Northeastern community is so entrepreneurial-minded and so wanting to collaborate that I've had so much of that happen. And it, it just kind of pops up on, like, a, not even – not a day-by-day basis, but, like, pretty, pretty frequently there there's some sort of connection that comes up through Northeastern, which is really nice. And so in addition to Fit University, you have the Y Society mm-hmm. – so what is that? What is the Y Society? So the Y Society is a professional and social network for women in their 20s. A Northeastern connection. My 
now best friend, Abby Titcomb. So she's the founder of Nightly, which is a, a safety safety network. Um, she and I shared the same coach at Idea, Nina, Nina Stepanov. So we got connected that way and we ended up working together on a project. We called it NU Well Week, where it was a week focused on health, wellness, and safety on campus. And basically what happened is that after that, we were sort of debriefing and we just kind of went off on a tangent and we just started talking about how there was a lack of resources for young women in the professional field. If you're trying to go to a networking event, it's all generally women who are older and it's these stuffy networking breakfasts and there's not there's not that commonality and there's not you don't you're not getting like true value out of it. And so we wanted to create something that was for people our age who, you know, you want to you want to grow professionally, you want to learn, you want to connect with people, um, but you want to do it in a fun way that's, you know, that makes sense to you. And so that's why we started the Y Society. So we've hosted a number of different panels, group discussions, different events, um, all about bringing women together and just kind of learning and growing and empowering each other. Wow, that's that's really exciting. I feel yeah. like that it definitely goes with your kind of fitness. Yeah, it, it all flows together about <laughs> exactly. what wellness really means. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be related to exercise, right? It's- and that and that's the the thing is that you know people ask me what I do and I and I often struggle with with how to articulate it in a really concise way because I do a lot of different things, but they all end up they merge together, and it's just the basic sense of doing things to make your life better and kind of now like my my personal mission is to share that you can build the life you crave um and that comes from fitness taking care of your body that which will then translate into taking care of your mind to your career your relationships it all flows great so and so this is the northeastern next podcast yes. so we like to ask what's next for you in your career your personal life what's going on yeah lots <laughs> <laughs> so i am actually leaving boston as of next Wednesday. <laughs> um, I caught you just in time. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So I'm going um, for the month of August. I will be in Australia teaching. I'm, I'm teaching spin. Um, a studio's flying me out there. Wow. Which is un- unreal. So I'll be out there for all of August. And then I come back and I'll be in Boston for September working on a few different events. Um, and then October... I'm headed out on a six-week cross-country tour hosting fitness festivals in 12 different cities all across the country. Wow. Yeah. And I'm doing that with two friends of mine who are in the fitness space and the entrepreneurial, professional, and personal development space. Um, And so we are, yeah, going around. The tour is called Connection, um, spelled like kinetic energy, um, which is energy formed through motion and then connection. So like relationships, if you put those two together, that is connection. And so it there is obviously fitness and movement, but also local music, local art and local food at every event. So that's the next like big, big thing. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we're recording this in July, but yeah. this will be released in the fall. Yeah. So hopefully we can time it perfectly yeah. to get our global Northeastern network yes. really involved. So hopefully they can come that to an be, event around the country. It would um, be amazing. Because we are very spread out. Yeah. We do have communities all over great and so well I guess they can't I was going to ask where they can you know take a fitness class with you now yeah. which unfortunately well, I missed out on too but um the the one place though so I'm an ASICS studio trainer okay so ASICS like the running shoes they have an app called ASICS studio mm-hmm. and it's audio workouts oh great um so you go it's a it's a very cheap subscription on a monthly basis and they you have access to 
audio workouts as short as 20 minutes, as long as an hour. And I'm a trainer on that. So you can work out with me anywhere, anytime. Perfect. That you want. So connect with Sarah Gaines virtually <laughs> yeah. and you can work out with her there. Yes. So um, where can people connect with you on social, find your website, yeah. plug away? Um, so everything is Sarah J. Gaines. My middle name is Joy. So that's that J at Sarah J. Gaines on Instagram and Twitter. Website is sarahjgaines.com. And that's the best way. Instagram, I'm always on there. Um, and I post, you know, episodes for my podcast on there. You ha- have a link also on there that will get you to sign up for my email list where I send out different things. So that's the best spot. So what's your um, podcast about? So my podcast, it's called Embody. And the tagline is bits to build the life you crave. Mm-hmm. So they're super, super short. The longest one so far is I think nine minutes and 50 something seconds. And it's really just me kind of completely thinking out loud it's not edited at all it's me recording on my phone wherever I am Mm -hmm. whenever I just sort of think of it and the idea is that they're really short actionable things that can help you build the life you crave so everything from you know what I think the first episode that I recorded was about um you know keeping to your agenda and not letting other people's push their agenda onto you um so everything from that to you know relationships and just like and that kind of that kind of stuff. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> so, a little bit of everything. I guess we have a little time for a quick yeah. speed round of some fun questions. So, what was your first job? Um, my first job. Well, I used to go into my dad's office and help him like hand out checks and stuff. But my first like true paying job was I did takeout at an Italian restaurant in Florida. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and what would you do with one million dollars right now? If I just gave you a check. I would talk to my friend Hanson, who's great with finances, mm-hmm. and I'd ask him where I should best invest it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would, um, I'd also buy a new computer because I just lost mine last week. Oh, um, no. <laughs> you need that for your I business. I know, I know, I know. Um, and I would also certainly like give a piece of it to you know a charitable organization mm-hmm. for sure. And do you have like top of mind your favorite Northeastern memory? Yeah, um, I remember when I first got to Northeastern, and it was actually my birthday, September 9th, and I had just auditioned for a few acapella groups, and I was sitting on Centennial by myself in one of like the in the one of the Adirondack chairs, and it was beautiful out. Campus was super super quiet, and I had just gotten there. I knew nobody, and I just remember sitting there being like, "This is right." Mm-hmm. So I think that one. I love that. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming yeah. in today for this interview. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for and, having me. Um, it was great. We'll be telling everyone where they can find you along your journey next. And awesome. yeah, great. Cool. Thank you so much. That was episode four of Northeastern Next. To connect with Sarah Gaines, visit our website, alumni.northeastern.edu slash next. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. New episodes are released every other Tuesday. Here at Northeastern, we value our unique, innovative ecosystem. Next week is Global Entrepreneurship Week, and on Tuesday, November 13th, we are celebrating at the Dream, Discover, Disrupt event on campus. So if you're in Boston, please join us and register at attend.com slash DDD. See you there.